Hey, what's going on everybody? Jordan Taylor here from Starter.ca and welcome to another episode of Starter. Today I have a very, very special guest with me. I am super, super, super excited to have her here on the show. For those of you who don't know, this is Lina Lore. She is amongst many things, a YouTuber, a content creator, an overall and all around boss person. And Lynn, thank you so much for joining the show. <laughs> no worries. Thanks for having me on. Were you about to say I'm a boss A B? I, I may have been. <laughs> <laughs> but I am I'm wondering, hmm, where where am I going with the branding of this show? So That's funny. Um, no, but seriously, thank you so much for taking the time out of your crazy busy schedule. I know this year has been amazing for you. We've all, you know, seen your YouTube subscriber count go like skyrocket and just exponentially grow. So really appreciate you making the time. No problem, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem at all. So one thing I've really wanted to kind of just dive right into for people who don't know, what would it, what would you say that you do as like your overall brand or if someone hasn't heard of you before, how would you introduce Lynn Allure? to the world. Okay, so I have a YouTube channel that I talk about self-improvement, personal development, um, personal finances. Well, self-improvement and personal development is about the same thing, but <laughs> personal development and personal finances and overall lifestyle content, helping people to recognize that you can ultimately design, plan, and execute your dream life. And I just help them to navigate through that by giving them financial literacy tips and self-improvement tips. So that's essentially what the Linalore brand is or the Linalore YouTube channel is all about. It's just leveling up, bossing up, and just being ultimately the best version of you possible. Amazing. Now, I know for me personally, it's taken me quite a long way to get to the point of creating this show. For anybody mm -hmm. watching or listening, it's been a long journey. What has your journey been like to get to the space that your YouTube channel is in now in terms of uh, the scope of your, your content, like the content you create? Um, so it's, it's been a journey ultimately. It, has, it wasn't something that just grew out of nowhere. And you know because we're actually friends in real life. Yeah, we and know each other for real. <laughs> like, <laughs> we know each other on a, like, very very well so you know the um journey of you i think when we met i had like 50k or 50, yeah about 50, 50 60k i think yeah something like that and one of the things that we like bonded over was like the whole youtube world and like all that goes into that so you know that it's been a journey and a lot of people see oh this girl just popped up on the scene and like all of a sudden her channel is just growing ex exponentially and it's not necessarily the case it happened over time right so it's been about four years when i first started i was like 21 i think i was still in college um i was working a full-time nine to five i had side hustles at the same time and i was just putting out videos here and there and it was just a creative outlet for me it wasn't a full-time project for me it was just fun and then from it being a hobby it turned into a side hustle and from a side hustle it's 
a business on its own. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a it's a full fledged business now. This yeah. is this this is what you do full time, right? Uh, this and also I run the Good Girls Gone Boss website or Good Girls Gone Boss brand. Okay, and then what for again for the listeners or viewers who don't yes, know? Yes, for the listeners and the viewers because yeah. you know. <laughs> yes, I, I'm I'm trying to make it very you know this is me doing my hosting thing. I'm, yeah, I'm trying here. But uh, yeah, so let us know about Good Girls Gone Boss and everything that it is. So Good Girls Gone Boss is a society of like-minded, ambitious bosses who are interested in leveling up their lives using financial literacy and self-improvement tips. So it's like my YouTube channel, but on a more intimate level. Okay. One of the main components of the Good Girls Gone Boss community is the community. The right. society is filled with a bunch of like-minded bosses. So um, the people who are a part of the society are able to gain insight, advice, tips, feedback from not only me, but their peers as well. They're able to network and collaborate with some of their peers. They're able to um, get feedback. And, and then also not only from the community or me, but other industry professionals. So we had um, a branding expert come in. We've had a few financial advisors come in and just get um, information and knowledge from not only me, but other people who can help them along their journeys of leveling up. It's super dope. It's full of positivity and growing and progress, mm -hmm. goal setting, um, planning. It's amazing. It's It, it sounds like it's... a. Uh it's really about getting the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who crave it. Absolutely. I like how you package that. That's essentially <laughs> what it is. And also not doing it alone. Right. Because so many times in our journey of becoming our, the best version of ourselves, it can feel isolating, mm -hmm. especially if you're in a position where um, a lot of your surroundings, a lot of your network and your circle are living a lifestyle that you no longer want to live. Right. So getting out of that situation can become an isolating feeling because you're used to being surrounded by people. But then the issue now becomes, do I stay in this group of people because it's comforting mm -hmm. and it's not lonely? Or do I move on a completely different path and kind of do it alone? But right. Now with the society, you don't have to choose between those two ultimatums. It's I can level up and move on a different path that is conducive to the lifestyle that I want to live, but I can also do it with people who are like-minded and who can help me along this journey and make new friends. I love when the girls are like, oh, me and so-and-so just caught up and we're on our group call right now. And like, there are so many friendships being, bond, uh, being created in there, so many bonds being created created inside of the society because that is really important it's important for us to have a network of people who reflect where we're trying to go in life and not where we used to be so and, and it sounds like people are formulating like relationships and friendships just organically even outside of the society itself yeah absolutely I, some of the girls tell me like they talk on the phone every single day and they wow. had, yeah, one of the girls told me that she has like a new best friend. Like she's found her best friend. In, from, from the society. From the society, yeah. And that's just, as of right now, the society's only been open three months. So in such a short amount of time, there's been so many bonds created, um, lifelong friendships, and 
not only that, but the amazing thing is the ability to collaborate or to network and get information and resources. So someone will post their website and say, hey guys, I just launched my new website. Tell me what you think. So there'll be feedback and maybe someone will say, um, implement a pop-up asking people for their emails so you can collect emails for your email list. And someone else might say, oh my God, I really love your graphics. Do you mind sharing with me who helped you with your graphics or how you did it? Right. So the networking component in there is amazing. So it's, it's like having a group of friends, because like you said, it's very like-minded people, people who are on, on that same journey of, I'm trying to level up in life, whether it's my business, my brand, just me as a person, right? right. Learning about, like you said, like financial literacy, things like that, mm-hmm. that you already are going to be with like-minded people, but like-minded people who, from the sounds of it, are doing similar things too. So there's a lot of room for like, what, not even just cross-promotion, but cross-collaboration, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And another one of the girls was telling me that she has gotten her clients, like her membership has paid for it itself because she got a yearly and she was like, she has been able to network and find clients who need her service and they understand each other because they are like-minded as well. So she's a paralegal. And so okay. she's been able to kind of help other bosses who are looking to start their online business but might need a little bit of legal help and so she's been able to kind of help them throughout the maybe trademarking process or the registering process and she's in the states so she's been able to you know gain some clients and some friendships and so it's it's amazing because it's networking but on steroids and online right yeah so instead of having to go to all these different networking events and Handing out your business cards and everything. We have group chats. We have group calls. We have workshops. And so you're learning, but at the same time, you're meeting people and you're leveling up. It's just like... Just a whole bunch of goodness going on. It's a whole bunch of goodness. I don't know if you're able to tell, but I'm like highly obsessed with this Yeah, you seem very passionate about it. Very. Now, one thing I really like to kind of delve into on this show... uh, because I've, I've, I've spoken to a, a few different entrepreneurs who kind of all do different things, right? I've spoke to some event planners, spoken to people who do more like product-based services and, you know, everything in, in between. And I really like being able to, for the startup audience, kind of pull the curtain back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Putting something like this together what was that journey like? Like actually <laughs> creating this society? Because it sounds like it's either just you or you and your small team. Yeah. Like actually building this up. Now it's great because people are, you know, formulating their own friendships and everything like that. But mm-hmm. can you talk about a little bit what it was like to actually build it like from the beginning? Yeah. So. Because you said it's only been a few months. Yeah. It's been a few months of it being live to the public. Right. But the background work has been quite a while. Right. The Good Girls Gone Boss brand was started a few years back when I had the idea. But like I said, I was in college when I first started my YouTube. Then I was in university. And then I was working my nine to five full time. I also had side hustles going. It was a lot for me to... Um, balance plus having a social life at the same time right of course 
gotta still have that. Yes, we're we're all people still, <laughs> exactly. right? Still yeah. have to have a social life. So I didn't actually get to launch the society until quarantine was a thing. That's interesting. Yeah, that's when I I saw that there was definitely a need to have something like this, mm-hmm. and I just felt that it's now's the best time if ever because it helps people to still connect, still meet new people, like-minded people, um, while social distancing. Right. So imagine in the middle of quarantine, best friends, best friendships were made, right? Yeah. So I figured now would be the perfect time, if any, to start something like this. And you know as well that before like a large launch, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Even even as as I'm putting together these interviews, yeah. right? I think I'm about, this is my eighth one, but seven that I've kind of done back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Some of which have been, um, actually most of which have been via Zoom. Yeah. But even with that, it's it's a lot to put together and then put them out and then promote them and then edit things and Right. And that's just something as simple as an interview. Right. Right. You were putting together a whole community. Right. With, like you said, workshops, uh, um, just pairing of people, um, group calls, coaching, all, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I can only imagine that it was quite a bit. A lot. A lot. Before, like something I'm, I, I care a lot about happens, I'm usually a ball of nerves, a ball of anxiety, um, my obsessive organization or control and all this other stuff comes into play. But it was definitely a lot to set up the website, um, Mm -hmm. to set up pricing, accounting, um, all the images. You helped me with the video as well. Yeah. Um, it, it was a lot. You introduced me to Kajabi. Yeah. So learning that backend, learning a whole new platform was a learning curve for me. Right. Because I was not familiar with Kajabi. I've, I've heard about it, but. The actual like inner workings of it. And right. Like that. Right. Yeah. So that was a lot of work as well. And yeah, doing all of that within about a two month span, mm-hmm. like putting everything, cause I knew I wanted to, to start a membership society, but I kind of was on a timeline. I gave myself a deadline so that I can make sure that I actually complete it. Cause I'm really big on, you know, having a date that this is going to happen. Um, but after, after starting it, I realized this is actually gonna be a lot more work than what I planned for it to be. Right. But I had to make it happen because I gave myself a deadline. And when you give your goals a deadline, you give it space to become a reality. And I had to make it a reality. So I had to do what I got to do. Yeah. I think I think um, <clears throat> I had seen uh, one of your, it, or I'd seen in one of your YouTube videos, it was, uh, I'm, I'm going to mess up the wording, but I think it was a dream or no, uh, a, a goal without a plan is just a dream. Yeah. And a dream is just a wish and something, something. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you actually have to turn your dreams into goals. 
can't just dream about it. You know, dreams, once you wake up, it's gone. Yeah. But you've got to turn your dreams into reality by turning them into goals. And to turn them into goals, you've got to give them deadlines and set action plans yeah. that you follow. Yeah, like that that's literally the almost the namesake of the show, which is start us, stop talking and really take action. Stop talking and really take action. Yeah. yeah. So, and without that action plan, you're gonna be driving around in circles. Cause you need that you need that guide of what's next. You yeah. need to either see it visually, see it um, in a list form, see it on maybe sticky notes, whatever method that you use in order to stay productive and stay on track. You need that, but you actually need to write it out because yeah. having it just all appear is never going to work. Yeah, you, you need to map it out in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And that could look different for each individual person. Yeah. But having that plan... And, and it's kind of like even like what you were saying with the tagline of the society, right? Or, or of, your, of, of your brand overall, which is design, plan, and execute. Right. Right? So you design it. That's where you think of the idea, mm -hmm. right? And then you plan it, right? That's where you put your plan on a page or a sticky note or in a Google Doc or whatever it is. Yeah. And then you take action and you execute on it. Execute. Right? And that's where you actually go and you sign up for the Kajabi or you actually start building that website and you start putting that pricing offer together yeah. and actually kind of doing all of that yeah. to actually gain some traction on it. Yeah. And the reason why your brand name makes so much sense as well is that I think people get stuck on the talking part. So right. stop talking and really take action. Stop talking about it. Yeah. Just map it out. Because even if you think about the design plan and execute, Nowhere in there is there talk about it. Yep. Nowhere in there is there discuss to other people, get approval from others. Validation. Validation. No, you you plant, you design it, and that happens at the dream stage. Mm -hmm. So you dream that that's what you want, and then you plan it out, you map it out, and that could be a solo project for you to map out your dreams, and then you execute it, and people would be so surprised at how much they can accomplish if they actually execute it. Yeah. They stopped talking and really took action. <laughs> right. And, and, and plus two, and, and another thing that, you know, I really like to focus on here, I've made some, some episodes about this as well, is there are so many resources available, yeah. so many tools, platforms, websites, apps, everything that not having the resources, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't want to say it's no longer an excuse, but there's, there's an answer to it. There's an answer to that problem. I'll say it. I know you don't want to say it, but I'll say it. That's not an excuse. <laughs> not having the resources because you have everything you need in order to achieve anything you want. Another quotable. Another quotable that I'm always <laughs> screaming to the rooftops. You already have everything you need in order to achieve anything you want. Yeah. But people love to make excuses. Absolutely. But when it's something that you really want, you get creative on how to make it happen. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. It's a, it's a girl's trip to Punta Cana. I don't have the funds on my credit card, but I really want to go to the, the girl's trip. So what do I do? I borrow it from someone. Yep. <laughs> I get another credit card. I think about, oh, okay, let me open this credit card because they give me reward points and I'm going to use my reward points to go this towards that. Da, 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 da. A month later, you're on a flight going to Punta Cana. When, when, you, when you want something bad enough, you will find a way. You make it happen. You yep. make it happen. But it's also a mindset thing where 
it, it's easier to make an excuse as to why you can't have your dream life than it is to execute sometimes because of fear. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's scary. It, it, it definitely can be too because there's, there's, the way I see it, there, there's two kinds of fears that a lot of people face and there's really only one that gets spoken about. We know about the fear of failure, yeah. right? The fear that I'm going to try to execute on this plan and I'm going to fall flat on my face. Right. And then all my friends are going to be like, hey, I heard you were going to try to do such and such. Oh, it didn't work out. See, I told you you were going the wrong way about it. I think that's a fear that a lot of us entrepreneurs live with. Yeah. Right. And that could be anything. It doesn't even have to be a big launch. It could be I'm going to make one YouTube video. And fear, oh, what if the editing doesn't look good? What if, the, what if I don't have the right camera? I, I don't have the right microphone or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other fear that people don't talk about. And I know you know where I'm going with this because we've Absolutely. spoken about this yeah. many, 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 many times. Yeah. Is the fear of success. Mm-hmm. Fear of like, okay, what if I do this and it takes off? I don't know if I'm ready for all of that. Exactly. Or what if I do this and then now... Like, like, let's say it was with you with the society, and I don't want to put this fear on you because I don't know if this is a fear that you had or not. But let's say someone's doing something similar. They're building a membership site. What if I build this, and now I have thousands of people relying on me to put out content every month or to put this type of thing together? Then what? Yes, absolutely. Now I have all these people relying on me. That's a fear that not a lot of people talk about because sometimes it doesn't it doesn't look like that. Like it's it's hard to identify that that's truly what is scary about succeeding because now all these people are relying on you and that responsibility can be scary. Imposter syndrome comes into play. Absolutely, then that's another one. Oh, what if I start this business and then everybody finds out that I'm just some random 21-year-old college girl. How am I running this multi-million dollar business? I'm not I'm not qualified to start a whole business about this. I didn't go to school. I didn't for go this. to school for this. I'm not qualified for this. Yeah. And if it gets too successful, everybody's gonna know that I'm not qualified for this. So let me not let me not start. There's the fear of, okay, what if I'm now the only financially free person in my family? And now everybody now everybody's looking their, at me. <laughs> everybody's like, um, hi, I need I need this this month. I need that this month. Yeah. Now you've got so many people depending on you. It's a lot of pressure. It and is. it it can be scary. Not only that, but I think something else that prevents people from just starting is it twenty one days forms a habit, right? Whether yep. good or bad, ninety days forms a lifestyle. So if you've been in a certain position for so long, it's comfortable. Yeah. It's a- Habits are very difficult to break. Too. It's hard to break. It's hard to start a new habit, and it's equally as difficult to break a new habit because you've been conditioned to, to move in such a in, in a certain way. So if you've been living a certain lifestyle over 90 days and you kind of get used to living paycheck to paycheck, you kind of get used to maybe living in the middle where it's like, yeah, I have enough to cover my expenses, but not enough to do anything out of the ordinary. Yeah, people get complacent. Complacent. They get so comfortable just just kind of being in their reality. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode so far and are finding it valuable. If you're curious on how to create content like this or any kind of video content, either for yourself or as a service to others, I want to give you access to my video editing course, Editing Enhanced. 
This course is designed to help you get better at editing video content and to take your video editing skills to the next level. Whether you're a complete beginner and just need to understand the basics, or you're pretty confident with editing and want to take things up a notch, this course will have lots for you to take advantage of. Now, there may or may not be a discount code in the description and show notes for this episode, so be sure to have a look out for that and head on over to starta.ca slash editing enhanced to get access to the course. Now, let's get back to the rest of this episode. So I, I think there's, to your point, like there's all these different fears that people kind of need to confront in order to actually have traction. Right. Right? Um, so... With that being said, it, it sounds like there's there's something that keeps you pushing because you keep putting out content on YouTube. You keep, you know, you, you have the society going. I've seen you on other podcasts as well, right? You're doing stuff like this. It, it, it would appear to me, and this is something that I've spoken about with other guests as well, that there's some kind of... M- personal mission that you have or a why what would you say that is for yourself that's a good question I think that um my overall mission is to be who I needed when I was younger Mm. um growing up I was raised by my mom who I guess you could say was a single mom even though she was married but my dad got um stuck in Ghana for a majority of my childhood because of immigration stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, so he was here, but then went back, and it was just my mom raising three kids on her own in a country that is foreign to her. Um, all of her past experience where she grew up means absolutely nothing here. Very different culture. Yeah, different culture. Any education she has, Canada's right. like... Yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Let's start again. So, you know, she was working minimum wage with three kids in uh, yeah, in her early 20s. And I'm like, I'm in my mid-20s and I'm thinking, in my early 20s, would I be able to raise a kid or children? Three. <laughs> three? Well, not until, but... Or... Yeah. In my 20s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In my 20s, raising three kids in a country that... Is so foreign to me, minimum wage, but she made it happen because she had a bunch of side hustles going at the same time, right? Yeah. So I grew up just thinking like, wow, she is superwoman. She right. was working in the factory. She used to sew. She used to do hair. She used to sell clothing, do it all. Everything. Everything. Um, and still maintained her grace, her femininity her tenacity and was still a mom still was a mom an amazing mom so i remember seeing her and thinking like wow she's superwoman she's amazing but i also remember um i remember her working really really hard Mm -hmm. and putting everyone before her and not having enough time to do anything nice for herself Mm. and i remember thinking like i want to work really hard so that she doesn't have to work like that anymore. And so that I'm not working like that when I'm her age. Because right. I didn't, I, although she worked really hard and I, wanna, I wanted to be just like her, I was like, I don't want to have zero time to take care of me. Right. Or do, do things for myself. Or just relax. Yeah, or I, have more time to do the things yeah, that you like, right? Yeah. And whether that's raising children, whether that's 
traveling, whether right. that's building a bit, like, like whatever you want to whatever do. Whatever you want, yeah. yeah. So I remember thinking like, man, I wish my mom could come on the, the school field trip and stuff, right? Mm. So she was just very, very hardworking, but never had time. Um, so I want to build a life where I'm able to do more of what I love with more of who I love. And I want to show other young ladies, especially that it's possible other people in general, but especially young ladies, that you absolutely can have it all. Um, society kind of makes us feel like you kind of have to choose. It's either the yeah. career or the family. You're either hardworking or you're super docile and you have no control over your future, your finances, anything. You're just super submissive to whatever. But it's like, no, you can, you can still be soft and feminine and super girly and enjoy and relax but also have a career and have your finances in order you can have it all you can work hard and still play hard yeah. and growing up i just didn't see many women who looked like me especially who were living that life of luxury but still very hard working they were either very very hard working or like trophy wives Right. <laughs> you know? So it's like, yeah, they're living luxury and they're living nice, but it's off of their husband's dollar. And that, mm. that seems like a whole lot of fun, but, like, you don't really have anything for yourself. And right. then there were the women who had something for themselves, but they were always working and, like, didn't really have time to just relax. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't see that growing up. And I didn't see... I didn't see it growing up, and had I seen someone growing up like that, maybe I could have looked to them for a little bit of guidance, a little bit of mentorship, a little bit of advice, would've a little bit you, of tips. <laughs> would have made your life path a little bit smoother. A little bit least. smoother, right? right? So just my mission is to be who I needed when I was younger. And I just wanted to see that representation of a woman who seemed to have it all, who seemed to be happy with her life in all, all facets. So essentially, it sounds like what it comes down to is you became what you wish you had yeah. growing up. Yeah, and I had amazing role models. Let me not um, downplay the role that my sister had on me. She's five years older than me, and she was like okay. my second mom, you know? So I had my sister who was always so bubbly, so friendly, such... A positive role model for me I had my mom who was also very happy and friendly but also a very very hard worker um, so I had great role models I had a few professors that were um, that seemed to be really influential in my life as well and and it's it, as you're thinking about this this is one of the other things I wanted to ask like who who are the people that you either currently or in the past have looked up to and I'm sure there's different people for different reasons. Yeah. Right? But who are, like, can you think of, like, some of those other people who, like, either now or back then mm -hmm. look up to? And how do you think that that's shaped the person or entrepreneur that you are today? Uh, yeah. So I can't say that there's one particular person that I was, like, Oh my goodness, there are absolutely goals across the board. Mm -hmm. um, but there are different components of different people I've met throughout my entire life that I look up to, I admire, I respect, and I um, 
I aim to also imitate in ways. So yeah, I had my, my sister, I had my mom, I had um, a couple teachers growing up. And then, you know, just peers also. So like, I look up to you in certain ways. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I look up to you for like your work ethic. And I would say also the way you go about handling projects, like different for a, a multitude of reasons, actually. I respect like how you handle things, your integrity towards things. And um, some of my other peers, I, I respect their organization. So I look to them for like, maybe how would you handle this? I, I respect, um, there. there's so many, different things so that I, people, yeah, yeah I try not to look too much at the package though like I can learn something from even my the my girls in the society right like yeah. yeah I admire them for different things as well I don't look at the overall package of someone like oh where are they at in their life and what kind of car do they drive and this and the, that and the third I don't um I just I take little things that I can admire and learn from from every single person every situation that i'm faced in faced with yeah there's 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 something that you can learn kind of from a multitude of places yeah. and arguably there's something you can learn in every place right, right? from right. every person whether it's what to do what not to do yeah. right how to go about something an alternative perspective that maybe you've never thought of before that's yeah. either going to reaffirm what you already think or give you more information to be able to make a different or better decision. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's also, I admire like one of my homegirls cause she's just a really good wife as well. And I admire that about her. So I think that like, it doesn't always have to be career wise, Yeah. but it could, it could be, yeah, a bunch of things put together. And I just look for inspiration on being a better me um, in any type of situation that I'm in. Whether it's negative or positive, I'm just like, what can I learn from this? How can I be better from this? What can I take away from this yeah. to be my best self? Because I'm, I'm obsessed with self improvement. Yeah, and I was just gonna say because that's that's literally what your brand is all about. Yeah, right. But that's because that's what I'm all about in real life. Like I'm always like, how can I be better than I was yesterday? And I think that's really good too because now the thing that is your like the business that you're building, right? That is your brand, right? Whether it's your YouTube channel, the society, it's it's all based on your personal values, right? And if for you that's becoming better, mm -hmm. right? Every, in every possible way and trying to find a way to better yourself or your view on the world, mm -hmm. you're, you're gonna try to find that in everything that you do. And it's gonna be a lot easier for you to be able to do what's necessary to run your business to build your brand because it's based on your own personal value you're not you're not trying to build something that is foreign to you mm -hmm. or that is you know not your own nature naturally yeah nature naturally <laughs> but like you know what i mean yeah it's 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 just gonna feel very fluid yeah. and i think that's what i try to get across to listeners and viewers of this podcast is that if you want to build something, a brand, a business, a uh, whatever it is, it's going to be a lot easier to do when it's something that is just in you. 
Yeah. And it sounds like yeah. this stuff is just in you naturally. Yeah. And it sounds so corny, very cliche, but if you do what you love, you'll never work another day in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Like there are times where what I do is so frustrating and overwhelming and it's hard work, but sure. it's truly what I believe in and I'm very, very passionate about it. So whether I'm having a great month in revenue or just an okay month, or even if it's like a bad financial month, I'm still like, it's okay, regroup, how are we gonna get better? Right? But when it's something that you're like, eh, I don't know about this, you're like, okay, how can I stop doing this? Yeah. Okay, on to the next. Uh, I, don't, I didn't really care about it in the first place. I just heard there was good money in it. Clearly it's not. Okay, buy them out. Yeah. Right? And you're going to see the difference of that because I'm sure, I'm sure you as a, you know, a famous YouTuber, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen people not a who, famous <laughs> who start, like, let's say it's a YouTube channel, but yeah. Because they hear that's the thing to do, yeah. is to make a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. You probably see that reflected in their content, in their consistency, mm -hmm. in their energy towards doing that. Like, I'm sure yeah. you've seen it in d different areas of life when yeah. people do something that, because they think it's the right thing to do. I see it all the time, not only in business, but even with jobs and careers, right? Yeah. Because sometimes you'll go into a career path because you heard there's good money there. I, I did that. That's how I know that this is a thing. With, uh, with your accounting? No, not with accounting, with nursing. Oh, nursing. Yeah. So growing up, you know, Ghanian aunties and uncles be telling you your entire life, go to school, go and do sciences, become a nurse. Right? Like that's their aspiration yeah. for all of their daughters. Become a nurse, become a nurse. So I thought that's where I should be going. All my aunties and my uncles and, you know, all my family members, they're telling me nurses make good money. And I'm like, sure, you know, like, I like helping people. I'll go into nursing. Yeah. Did my first year of post-secondary towards nursing. Absolutely hated it. Hated everything about it. And if I was truly passionate about nursing and about healthcare like that, right. I would have stuck it out. Like, okay, it wasn't what I, I expected, but I still love this field, this industry. Let me keep going. Let, sure. let me try my second year, at least, right? But after that first year, you couldn't even pay me to stay. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm wow. out, yeah, but I like money. I like finances. Let me go see what this accounting is looking like. But that's because nursing wasn't truly a passion of mine. I just heard that nurses make good money, and it's four years of school. And I don't want to be in school that long, right? Let me let me go do nursing and get a good job. And for the rest of my life, I'm making good money. But I wasn't passionate about it. And that happens all the time, not just in business, but like with your career as well. Or like maybe you can relate it to dating even or relationships. Yeah. Like, okay, some, so-and-so hooked me up with this guy, said he's a good guy. Okay, let me go. Let, let me see what it's about. You kind of date him for a while, and you're like, oh, you know, not really feeling it. But if it's a guy that you actually really are interested in, or like if you're really interested in being even in a relationship at that time, you might stick it out for a little bit. You might be like, okay, let me, okay. So I didn't like what he wore on the first date. Okay, let's see what, <laughs> let's see what he wears on the second date. Okay, 
Yeah. Okay, so he didn't pull my chair out. Oh, okay, let me just tell him I like my chair to be pulled out. Let's see if he corrects it, right? right. But if it's a guy that you're like, eh, I wasn't really interested in going on this date. He wears the wrong color t-shirt and you're like, nah, this is not going to work out. I'm, right. I'm just not doing it. So you actually have to be passionate and genuinely interested in what you start because that passion is what's going to help you to stay committed. It's what's going to help you to stay consistent and it's what's going to help you with longevity as well. And in those times where you don't just have that natural momentum where it's, it's like when people go to the gym, right? Um, I haven't been to the gym in a little while. But... Um, <laughs> Due for, to COVID. Right. That's what we'll blame it on. Yes. I like that. That sounds much better. Uh, because of COVID. Uh, the, like, the thing that everybody says is, like, you have to actually want to be healthy. You have to want to be fit. You have to want that because there are days, even people who love going to the gym... There's going to be days where you wake up and you're just not feeling it. Mm -hmm. You just don't want to go. But having that passion about it, that's what's going to push you. Right. That's going to be the difference between somebody who goes to the gym for all of the month of January and never goes for the rest of the year. Right. And someone who maybe they don't go every day, but they go once a week. Yeah. All 52 weeks in a row. Yeah. Because they're passionate about it. They found a rhythm that works for them. Mm -hmm. And they genuinely want the health, the progress, all the things. Yeah. So what do you think um, that comes down to? How, how would someone who doesn't know what they're genuinely interested in find out what they're genuinely interested in? I think there's, there's ways to do it. Sometimes it's, it's literally just sitting down and just brainstorming things that you like even if you like almost without an agenda mm -hmm. right and I've, I've worked through this exercise on a couple of the earlier episodes of the show right and I have uh, lists that you can download to kind of help with this stuff but it's it's really just sitting down and kind of putting into categories okay what are the things that I like what are things that I would do for free right if I didn't have to think about money yeah or I didn't have to think about anything other than what tickles my fancy mm -hmm. what would i do yeah and it doesn't have to be something that oh well it's got to be something that makes money don't put any any kind of stipulation on it if it's i like watching movies don't worry about how you would make money from it right don't worry about how it's gonna you know necessarily better your life in yeah. that moment just jot down things that you love right no matter how cheesy or corny it sounds yeah even if it's i like sleeping Whatever it is, right? Just jotting down all these different things. And then you can kind of amalgamate them into something. And then that can be your thing. Yeah. Right? Um, I've used the example in the past of like, you could be super passionate about recycling. Right? And you might think, there's no markability for that. I can't make money from recycling. I put the stuff in the bag and put it in the blue bin and that's it. But... There's other people out there in the world who are very passionate about that kind of stuff too. Mm -hmm. And you can find that community, mm -hmm. right? So, so there's, there's ways for people to find what they're passionate about. Yeah. You just have to really sit down and be honest with yourself. Yeah. Like, what is it that I like? Yeah. You know? I agree wholeheartedly. I think people should start off with journaling. I love journaling. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of it. Um, because you get to monitor your emotions. Mm -hmm. And emotions... 
they're in motion. They're constantly changing. It's literally e-motion. Like you, you, how you feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. Is how you feel is constantly changing, right? So when you journal things out, you're able to track like, oh, okay, this is how I felt today. And you can kind of make um, cor correlations. You can connect the dots on like, oh, I felt really happy today. What did I do? Oh, I spent time with um, a friend or I went shopping or I baked today, mm -hmm. you know, find things that make you happy. I painted today. I uh, went for a run. I exercised, whatever. And as you continuously do this, you'll be able to find, um, I guess, patterns of what makes you happy. And then you can kind of pay attention to it. Is this something that truly sparks me? Is this something that truly yeah. lights me up? Would I do this for free? Would I do this if someone said, hey, there's a volunteer opportunity to do X, Y, Z, would I do it? So for me, if you were like, hey, there's a volunteer opportunity to come speak to young girls about living a fulfilled, happy, full life, are you gonna come do it? I'd be like, heck yeah, tell me when and where. Yeah, absolutely. Right, but then I also, uh, what I do for work has a component of that involved as well. Right? There's a lot of business on the back end, but there is a lot of helping others to recognize how to live a happy, full, fulfilled life and become a better version of you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that kind of goes back to what you were saying before of like the once you love what you do, you're, you're never going to work a day in your life. Right? And I think it, it just kind of drives that point home. Right? Mm -hmm. Of like when you find that thing, right? Like for me, and I've spoken about this on the show before, is video editing, mm -hmm. right? That's something that I love doing, mm -hmm. and I've been playing around with video and audio and all that stuff since I was a little kid, mm -hmm. and I first got my hands on a camera, mm -hmm. and then once I learned how to get my hands on a microphone and how to make those two work together, and then combining that with a computer, which I also liked learning about, mm -hmm. right? And kind of amalgamating everything together, right? Mm -hmm. And then now I'm able to kind of build a business. Like I have a whole business outside of, outside of Startup where I actually like do that, right? And you know, because we've worked together on a bunch of your videos Here. before, <laughs> right? Um, one, one of my other guests, I've worked with them as well. So it's, it's finding something that fuels you and it's going to drive you immensely and it, and that's going to be what pushes you on those days where it's tough yeah you know like for me it's stuff like startup i'm really 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 passionate about <laughs> starting how many reallys really lots of reallys uh really passionate about talking about starting up businesses and brands and different strategies you can use to grow and 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 do all these different things mm -hmm. i'm also really passionate about music which yeah. is why i make music mm -hmm. right i'm also really passionate about the actual creation of content which is why i do audio and video editing right right and then later in life i've learned that i'm really passionate about like gratitude and borderline spirituality stuff mm -hmm. right which i don't i haven't spoken about too 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 deeply mm -hmm. But it's something that I'm really passionate about, and I've made a podcast dedicated entirely to that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, you don't have to necessarily do all the passions that you have, yeah. but it, it, it just kind of drives the point home of, like, 
you're going to just want to do these things right. because they're natural to you. Yeah. And I think sometimes just starting with something that you really enjoy might help you to find your passion. Yeah. So you don't have to wait until you find your life mission in order to start something. Yeah. Right. I'm just I'm such an advocate of people just starting and hitting those little milestones of self-improvement. Absolutely. Just be better than you were yesterday. That's all. You don't need to be better than anybody else. You don't need to be the best you've ever been in your life. Just be better than you were yesterday. And when you do those little things towards bettering yourself or towards starting something new that once upon a time was scary, starting something very challenging um, or finishing something that's very challenging, you build, it's character building, right? You build character and then you build experience. And from there, you're able to kind of gauge like, okay, this is something that I really like or something that I don't like, or you can analyze. I like doing this in, uh, I, I like doing this in regards to my business. I don't like this part so much. Right. So you learn more about yourself. You learn more about a whole other industry and then you're able to make better decisions moving forward. Yeah. So you're always just bettering yourself regardless. And doing something that you like can turn into you stumbling upon something that you love. Absolutely. And stumbling upon, oh my God, this is my passion. This is my life purpose. This is what I was made to do. Because if you had told me four years ago that this right. is what I was going to be doing, I probably would have been like, uh, that sounds weird. Probably not. I'm in school. I'm trying to be a nurse. <laughs> yeah. Imagine telling a nursing student that they're going to build a an online community of entrepreneurs. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> okay, that sounds crazy, right? It, yeah. it just wasn't a thing. But at the time, I liked YouTube. I used to watch YouTube all the time. Yeah. If you uh, would tell me, watch for four of these YouTube videos for free, I would have done it for free. I enjoyed watching YouTube videos. So I figured I like it so much, might as well just create my own video. Let it be a creative outlet for me. Yeah. So it was just a hobby at first. I just liked it. And then... You do it so much, you're forced to learn about it. And I'm like, oh, okay, damn. I, I made money on this? That's crazy. Maybe if I do this, 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 and this, I can make more money off of it. Oh, maybe if I collaborate with this brand, I can make more money. Oh, okay. So, like, it kind of stumbled upon me, what I'm doing now. It yeah. kind of just fell in my lap. And I've always known that this is what I wanted to do, which is crazy. It's wild how God works and the universe works and... All the things, all the energies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how life works that like I always knew that I wanted to be who I am now. I just didn't know how. Yeah. And I didn't know the logistics of it or the details. And I think to your earlier point, like in the especially in in the beginning stages, it's not our job to know the how. Yeah. Right. And to think that we know the how is actually to kind of play ourselves in a sense, <laughs> because you don't know, you know, what god life the universe whatever has kind of planned if you want to subscribe to like a destined Mm -hmm. kind of approach but you don't know how things are going to play out right right all you know is or all you can know is i like this Mm -hmm. i don't like this and then following those things that you like and eventually you just 
land where you're supposed to land. Yeah. Right? I feel the exact same way. I, and you and I have spoken about this several times that like when you actually sit down and you look at your life and you're like, when did all of this happen? Everything is exactly, I, I've said to you before, like yeah. my life is exactly how I dreamed it to be as yeah. a kid. Right, right, right. But, and all the steps to get here, I never thought like, oh, this is the perfect step that's going to get me to that dream life. Yeah. It, a lot of times it actually seemed the opposite of what I wanted. I promise you. And here I am. I living you. the exact life that I dreamed of at seven years old. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, we've, we've had these conversations a lot. So I'm just like, yes, I completely agree. That doesn't mean that we will never have challenges in our life. Of course. That doesn't mean that there aren't days that I'm like ripping my hair out like, oh my God, this is so difficult. But it also means that there are many days that I am just overfilled with gratitude because I'm like, damn, this is exactly what I wanted. This is everything I've ever wanted. I'm exactly where I want to be. And it's such a beautiful feeling that mm -hmm. I, I need, I need more people to be here. Like I need yeah. more people to be in this mindset of like, this is exactly what I've always wanted. Because when you're happy with your life, you're almost forced to put out nothing but positivity to others. Yeah. You know, and it just, I think personally, it makes the world a better place. It's it, like very difficult to be happy and negative at the same time. It's so hard. If you're happy, you're just going to spew out that positivity. It's so hard. If you see something that um, maybe isn't the way you would do it, but it's their life. Like, you're, you're not... Because sometimes, like, being on YouTube, you get, like, weird comments, right? And I'm just right. like... I can imagine. Yeah. I'm just like, this person is really unhappy with their lives. To sit there, formulate a paragraph of a comment, and actually had sent and then maybe even go back and forth with other people in the comment section and actually go out of your way to hit dislike on a video like these are all things of someone who i feel is unhappy with where they're at in their lives yeah and so it makes them a little bit e it, it makes it a little bit easier for them to stomach that they're not where they are they're not where they want to be in their life so it's just a little bit easier to I guess, lash out at someone that they don't know yeah. from a fake account. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we were actually just talking about this the other day or today or yesterday or something mm -hmm. where we were like, we can't even fathom the headspace to yeah. be in to hit dislike. Right. Because there's a dislike button that right. I don't know about you. I've never thought this. I want to actively yeah. dislike this. I... I can't think of a time I've ever hit dislike on a video, but I feel like if I was to hit dislike, it would be a video that is damaging to somebody. Like if it was mm. very hateful, if they were saying, like saying very hateful things, or um, if it was violent, if there was something graphic, and I'm like, people should not be seeing this, or I don't want to see this ever again. Right, sure. That's when I would hit dislike. But on like someone's makeup tutorial yeah i don't have time to hit dislike i don't have time to tell them uh your eyes are so ugly and <laughs> you need to touch up your roots right and your uh your fingernail was broken 
on your middle finger, right hand, fix that next time you come on YouTube. Like, I don't, I, I don't know what headspace. And especially too, and I mean, we could go off on a huge tangent about <laughs> negative comments, but it's always from people who don't contribute to the YouTube community right. other than negative comments. Right. These are not people who typically t create content. Mm -hmm. These are not people with a following. Mm -hmm. It's internet trolling. These are people who, like you said, are not happy with their lives for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't even go with just um, YouTube comments or internet world, but I just think if you're happy with your life, you operate from a place of gratitude. And if more people in the world were operating from a place of gratitude and um, they were able to recognize that giving to others is like giving to yourself. Yeah. So um, you should give more. If more people were operating like that, I just think the world would be so much better. Yeah, and, and I think... Don't I sound like such a hippie? The world would be such a better place. <laughs> and like, uh. and, but talking about that, it's, 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 it's a valid point to bring up because a lot of people think that like people who are on this kind of like wavelength mm -hmm. are very, like you said, very hippie, very yeah. like kumbaya, whatever. But if you look at a lot of successful people, they're echoing the same sentiments. Uh -huh. They're saying the same things, mm -hmm. right? Maybe... You know, you want to package it right for whoever your target audience is or whatever. Right. But there's a reason why this is present in or, or present in in like all different types of religions, in some very successful business people, mm -hmm. right? Um, <clears throat> parents to their children, right? There's there's a reason why people say this stuff. Right. Right. Yes, it sounds nice, but it's rooted in some kind of truth. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. And. I think that's why, like, for me with, with, with the startup brand, right, and you and I have spoke about this before as well, is I want to help people figure out what it is that they like and take action on those things so that their life can be better and that they can offer something of value to the world. Yeah. Right? And they, they will feel fulfilled while doing it. Right. Right? right? And... Hopefully, if you know uh, everything goes well, then you can make a living doing it also, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And to be able to live comfortably. 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 <laughs> we like that. We like living comfortably. Because you weren't brought to this world to suffer, pay bills, and try to lose weight every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's more to life than counting your calories and suffering and stressing out, you know? Yeah. And I think, and I think there's there's many ways to get to that point. One of which is joining the Good Girls Gone Boss Society. I think there's a lot <laughs> that people can pick up from there. Um, you and I could honestly talk five ever, as oh I like God. to say, seven ever. <laughs> we we are both very very talkative people, um, <laughs> but uh, it to sum up, it, it, uh, I know, <laughs> I know the. Apart from your YouTube, Go Girls Gone Boss, what else do you have going on that you want the people to know about? And, and where can people find these things? So you can find out all about me on my website, lynnallure.com, L-Y-N-A-L-L-U-R-E.com. Um, and check out the Good Girls Gone Boss Society as well. Um, good girls gone boss .com. <laughs> <laughs> And then find me on YouTube. Linda Laura, L-Y-N-A-L-L-U-R-E. Um, same thing on Instagram, Lynn.Alore. And I basically keep all my updates 
uh, around those four platforms um, is probably easiest on Instagram um, and YouTube. Those are where I kind of like congregate with the peeps the most. And then inside of the society is where we have our exclusive one-on-one, or not one-on-one, sorry, our exclusive group calls and um, our group chats and things like that. So those two are the things that everyone knows about at the moment. I'm Miss Keep It Secret Until It's Secure. Yep, that is your tagline. (laughs) That is your tagline. So there are some things in the works, but um, they'll know about it when I tell everybody else about it. Amazing. So, well, d- depending on when this episode airs, if uh, if there's something additional that uh, that you're able to share, I'm I will be sure to leave it in the show notes or in the description if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, if there's anything additional that I can plug for you, I'd be more than happy to do that. So, if if you have anything going, I again, I don't know when this is gonna go up. I'm getting caught up in the edits. I'm getting right. caught up in the edits. Uh, but of course. Be sure to follow Lynn on Instagram, YouTube, as well as Good Girls Gone Boss on Instagram and on the uh, your actual website for Good Girls Gone Boss. Anything else in terms of parting words that you want to leave for the audience today? Parting words? Bye. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how original. <laughs> um, strive to be better than you were yesterday. That's all. I think we've talked a whole lot in this episode. Yeah. But if you want a whole more, a whole lot more of an earful, um, you can definitely check out my YouTube channel because I talk for hours on there as well. A whole bunch of episodes on just being the best version of you possible. And remember that you have everything you need in order to achieve anything that you want. Amazing. Lynn, thanks so much for being on the show. I really no appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll have another episode because we have enough talking capability between the two of us (laughs) to probably do an entire season. But uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Lynn, thanks again for joining. Be sure to follow her and her brands, plural. (laughs) And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Cheers. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Hope you've enjoyed it and found it valuable. If you're curious on how to create content like this or any kind of video content, either for yourself or as a service to others, I wanna give you access to my video editing course, Editing Enhanced. This course is designed to help you get better at editing video content and to take your video editing skills to the next level. Whether you're a complete beginner and just need to understand the basics or you're pretty confident with editing and wanna take things up a notch, this course will have lots for you to take advantage of. Now, there may or may not be a discount code in the description and show notes for this episode, so be sure to have a look out for that and head on over to starta.ca slash editing enhanced to get access to the course. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you again on the next episode.